Shalom Today's daf discusses what happens with a couple. What should they do after 10 years of not having children? We also discuss how our Ovis and Imoyes were Akaras, they were barren. We mention the Talmidim of Rav Hunashir, just to make our Shurim feel shorter. And we discuss the Machlekas, what qualifies a Chazaka that a woman will cause her husbands to die, or children would die from Mila. How many times does that need to happen in order for us to say not to do the Mila, or that she should not get married? We begin with a new Mishnah that tells us that if someone marries a woman and is with her for 10 years and they do not have any children, he's not allowed to be Mavatal Puravu. He should divorce her, and then after their divorce, and he should remarry, but she can remarry as well. And the second husband can stay with her for another 10 years. The count starts again. If at any point she has a miscarriage, then we count the 10 years from the miscarriage. Now, the, the Gemara tells us that we learn in the Tesefta and Perikhes that if someone marries a woman and is with her for 10 years without children, you should divorce her, give her her ksuba, because maybe she is not zeiche to have children from her. Even though there's no raya, there's a zecher from the pasuk of Miketz Eser Shonim Lasheves Avram Beretz Kanaan. That's when they had children after ten years. And you see that living in Chutz Laaretz doesn't count in these ten years. It's only living in Kanaan in Eretz Israel. Rashi explains because maybe the oven of Chutz Laaretz is preventing them from having children. In that same line of reason, if she, though the wife is sick, if, or if he's sick. Or if they're in prison, that will not count towards the 10-year count. Because there was an old, an exterior factor why they were not allowed to, why they were not able to have children. Next, Rava tells Rav Nachman, why do we learn from Yitzchok? Why are we learning from Yaakov? It says, by Yitzchok, by Yitzchok ben Arboim shono v'kachtoyes rivka. And it says, Yitzchok ben Shishim shono v'ladesoysom. You see, there's a 20-year gap until they had children. Why do we have to divorce after 10? So he answers that Yitzchok was Baron himself, he was sterile. Well, if that's true, Avram, if that's if that's the reason why we don't learn from Yitzchak, we shouldn't learn from Avram. He was also an Akar. And the Gemara answers, we learn Yitzchak. Learning from Yitzchak teaches us a separate a separate din. Uh, Rav Chia Bar Abba teaches us, Rav Chia Bar Abba, Rav Yechanan, that the Torah teaches us how old Yishmael was in order for us to learn how old Yaakov was. And in Echanami, we don't learn from Yitzchak because he was an Akar. Rabbi Yitzchak tells us that Yitzchak Avinu was an Akar. We see this from the Pasuk of Ayat Yitzchak That when they were davening for children, Yitzchak davened facing his wife. It doesn't say for his wife. Rather, which teaches us that they were both Akurim. They were both unable to have children. I, so why does the Pasuk say It should have said Why didn't Hashem answer their tefillahs? Hashem only answered his tefillahs. And the, the Gemara answers that you can't compare the tefillahs of a tzaddik ben tzaddik, Yitzchok, the son of Avram, to the tefillah of a tzaddik ben Rasha, the tefillahs of Rivka, Bas, Besuel. And Yitzchok also tells us that the reason why our Avos were Akurim, or barren, was because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mesaveh, yearns for the tefillahs of tzaddikim. Yitzchok also says that the tzaddikim, the tefillahs of tzaddikim are compared to a pitchfork, because just like a pitchfork moves the grain from one place to another, the tefillahs of tzaddikim can flip over and move the midas of Hashem from ragzonus, 
from a more stringent din to Midas Rachamin. Rabbi Ami says that Avram and Sarah were actually Tumtumin, without any genitalia, because the Pasuk says, Habitu el Tzor, Chutzavtem, Vel Makeves Bor Nukartem. Hashem actually created Zachros and Nekevos for Avram and Sarah. It says, Habitu el Avram, Avichem, Vel Sarah, Sochelalchem. Rabbi Nachman Amar Rabba Bar says that Sarah was in fact an islandess. The Pasuk says, Vatahi Sarah Akara, in Lovlad. She did not even have a womb. Rav Yehuda the Rav Shmuel Bar Shila says in the name of Rav that going back to the discussion of how many years without children requires a divorce, that they only said that you that that the couple needs to wait ten years before divorcing. In the olden days, when they lived for a very long time, but in the later days now that we we live for such a short time, two and a half years is enough. That's the length of about three pregnancies, maybe giving ten months for each. Rabbi Omar Nachman says that they should wait three years. Connected the three Rosh Hashanahs, and because in Rosh Hashanah is a special time for davening for children, because that's when Sora Rochel and Chana were answered. Rabbi however, says we don't have any of these rules because Rebbe was the one that was Masak in the Mishnah, charting out ten years to wait. And David, by, back by David and Malach, we were already living shorter lives. David and Malach said that the typical lifespan, you may say, Shevim Shana, seven years is a typical lifespan. And Rebbe's, uh, during Rebbe's lifetime, it was, it was no less. The Gemara, however, asks, interesting, Shiloh, who says that it's because of her? Maybe he's the one that was, is not Zeichah to have children. The Gemara says, since women aren't Chayiv and Pururvu, she won't be punished, Gabi children, because that's not her Chayiv. Is that true? The Rabbonin told her that he should have children. And he responded, if I would be Zerich to have children, I would have had it for my first wife. You see that there is a concept of the wife, of the husband not being Zerich. He was saying that it's me that's the problem. If, if I would have had the schus of children, I would have had it with my first wife. The Gemara says you can't bring a raya from because he was just pushing off the Rabbana because he was in fact sterile from Rav Huna's shiurim. Rav Huna used to give very long shiurim and they were scared to go to the bathroom and holding it in made them all sterile. Rav Gido, Rav Huna, Rav Chalboy, Rav Huna and Rav Sheshes all lost their ability to have children from this year. Rav Achobar Yaakov says, uh, Rav wasn't was sick with a, a disease called Suschinta, which made him sterile and did not allow him to go to the bathroom. They gave him a, a, a uh, cedar seat in the base medrash, and that was his seat. And one day, a, a stream of green came from him, and he was healed. Rav Yaakov says that there were 60 Talmidim in this year by Rav Huna, and they all lost their ability to have children, except for me, because... I was making the pasuk was able to avoid with the chachma getting sick. Now the Gemara goes into the sugya of what is considered a murdering wife, meaning if a woman is not able to have children, she's allowed to remarry, and that husband can stay with her for ten years. But it's mashma that a third husband will not be allowed to. Seems that she has a chazaka from the two, from two of them, from two marriages without children. 
who is this going? Like, this is going Shita's Rebbe. The Brisa tells us, Gabe Mila, if someone gives a bris to his first child and then to his second child and they both die, he should not give a bris to the third one according to Rebbe. But if Shimon Ben Gamliel says, you can give a bris to the third one, if the third one also dies, then there's a Chazaka and he should not give a bris to his fourth. Yeah, wait till he's older and stronger and then give him, then give him the bris. Ah, we have a bris that tells us exactly the opposite sheet does. So we just have to figure out which she, which Mishnah came later, because maybe they switched their shitas. We learned, says, there was a story with four sisters in Tzipoiri, and each one mouthed their kids, and one, two, and three all died. The fourth sister brought her kids to Rav Shimon ben Gamliel, and he said, ooh, well, then don't mouth him. So you see, the Rav Shimon ben Gamliel holds that after three deaths, you have the Chazaka. Uh, maybe if they would have brought him, the third sister's, child, he would have said then not to do the bris. So you don't really have a raiva there. Yeah, but then why did we bring the story as a Rav Chiyabarava story? Why did Rav Chiyabarava bring down the story? What was the lesson? It's just confusing. She does a Rav Shemengamliel. Maybe he's coming to tell us a chiddush that sisters can actually have a chazaka. Even though each sister only lost one child, the chazaka was with the sisters. Rav says, if you're going to say that sisters have a chazaka, then a person shouldn't marry into a family of any disease with Mitzayra, Nichfin. If there were three people in the family who have it, they shouldn't marry in. The Gemara says, how do, say, how do we paskin? Is it two or is it three that creates the Chazaka? When Rav Yitzchok Bar Yosef came, from, came to Bavel, he said that we actually asked the Rabbi Yechonon because there was a, a bris in Shul on Yom Kippur. It was a Shabbos Yom Kippur. And they still did the bris even though there were two children before who died from Amila. So you see that two is not a chazaka, only three is a chazaka. Abaye says, you see for me that you would, you would even put the child in Sa'akana, besides for being Mechal Yom Kippur and Shabbos, since there was no chazaka, that there would be anything wrong with this person. Now Abaye actually relied on this, and he married Choyma, the daughter of Isi Bereid, Rav Yitzchak, Bereid, Rav Yehuda, who had been married twice and... Both of her husbands died, and he died. Rava says, why did he do that? We know that we can rely on ovens, halachos, but not Yitzchak sumkos. He's not reliable because oven would do chazara, or he would stay updated with his Rebbe's psak, and Yitzchak sumcha didn't. And he relied on Yitzchak sumcha to marry this woman for the third time. And second of all, how can you? Com- who says that you could compare Mila to marriage? Maybe the halach is different by marriage. The Gemara brings a raya from a brisa that if someone marries, if a woman marries someone and he dies, and she marries a second time and he dies, the third one should marry him, according to Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. Uh, according to Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says that the third one can get married, the fourth one should not. He doesn't have a chazak until after three. Now, I think maybe by Gabe Mila, there is some medical disease that's causing these children to die from the Mila. The question is, how would this apply with marriage? So Rav Mordechai says to Rav Ashi that Avimi Mehagrunya says in the name of Rav Huna that marriage can also be caused by a disease. And she's biologically killing off her husbands. Just like Mila, if the child has uh, a certain blood type that's, that can't handle a Mila, so too uh, there could be a disease. Rav Ashi says that there's a mazel that's killing off the husbands. What's the nafkamina? Whether it's a mazel or a medical condition, well, if they're only if they were only engaged 
and her fiancés are dying, that's mazel, that's not a physical thing because they weren't together. Or if the husbands are dying because they fell out of trees, that's also not because of a medical condition, that's because he fell out of a tree. Next, of Yosef Braid the Rava tells Rava, I asked, is the halacha like Rabbi Yosef? And he said, yes. Is the halacha like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel? And he says, yes. The problem is that they're arguing. So he says, what are you making fun of me? He says, no. In fact, we have two, uh, uh, we have a right to both. So we come out that we, we pass in like Rebbe when it comes to marriage and Malchus. And we pass in like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel when it comes to Sotus and Sharamud. What are these four cases? When it comes to marriage, we said that after being married twice, we don't marry her a third time. When it comes to Malchus, we learn in a Mishnah that if someone got Malchus for doing an Avera, then he did the Avera a second time. He got Malchus again. If he does it a third time, this time the, the Bezdin puts him in a room and locks him up, just feeds him barley until his stomach explodes. It's actually a Raya that Malchus is in fact a, a the first stage of Misa. You just, you know, if they would, were to continue beating him, he would die. And over here, since this guy has a chazaka of this rishus, they finalize the death. What's sotus? So here, this is a mishnah that a woman, when it comes to uh, her vestos, she's only has a vestas kavua, a, a a set time for her period, if she has the same vest three times, and she can't be matayer on that yoim vest until she uproots it three times. When it comes to Sharamuad, also we pass in three, like Shimon Megamaliel, that an ox does not become a Sharamuad until he gores three times, not two. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.